Hey everybody, it's JT. What is on your holiday meal shopping list? Well, I would suggest Painted Hills Natural Beef. It is some of the best beef in the world. And your friends and family will be thanking you for a long time if you serve Painted Hills Natural Beef for your holiday meals. And now you can buy it online just by going to PaintedHillsBeef.com. Use the code BBQNATION at checkout and save yourself 15% on your order. Give Painted Hills Natural Beef a place on your table this holiday season. This is Barbecue Nation After Hours with JT, the conversation that took place after the broadcast ended. Hey everybody, it's JT, and this is a special version of Barbecue Nation. It is brought to you in part by Painted Hills Natural Beef. Beef you can be proud to serve your family and friends. That's Painted Hills Natural Beef. Everybody, welcome to After Hours here on Barbecue Nation. I'm JT, and we're talking with Todd Smith from Smoking Buttheads. They're uh, the Invitational winner at KCBS last November, and uh, Todd's restaurant back there is uh, what do you call it? S S B H S B H Barbecue Company. There you go. See, that works out really well. Um, <laughs> <laughs> saves on signage, I'm sure. Yeah. Oh yeah, like like that. So, tell me what you've learned. Uh, I'm going to give you two two categories. What have you learned in the last couple of years about the restaurant business, and what have you learned in the last say five years about the barbecue competition world? Uh, about the restaurant business in the last two years, don't do it. Don't do uh, it <laughs> in the competition. Don't do it. And in the competition world, don't think you're ever going to make any money. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I agree with you. That's probably the truth. I... Uh, but, uh, I mean, it's a great hobby. Um, you know, the, the, the competition, I, I think that it's great. Uh, I mean, it allows people to get out, go explore, see different territory i mean the camaraderie that you have with other uh contestants other uh people is amazing the friends the people that you uh make you'll probably never make in any other kind of uh competitive sport out there there is in barbecue i would i would uh, agree with that i i would agree with that because it's um you know it's all based on you you, you, the individual, or you, the team, um, and a lot of sports are based on that. But this is a very short time to do something to put your best foot forward, you know. And a lot of these folks don't practice, practice, practice because you really couldn't. Um, it's very expensive right. to do that. It is, and uh, but you have to practice. You've got to. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I mean. The, the time that you spend in that driveway with that smoker going is is huge importance. Yeah, money competitive. The, are you you just put the smokers inside your motorhome, or do you have a little trailer when you're hauling them? I have a we have a competition trailer. We have a forty foot competition trailer that we use, and we just load in the tra- uh, the cans in it and and take off across the country. Yeah, did you build the inside yourself so it's got a sink and cupboards and? And uh, counter space no, to cut. A, uh, no, we had a uh, company out of Georgia, uh, Southern Dimensions, do it for us, and they did a great job. Because I I put a hood in it, and I wanted everything, you know, to where it would pass DHAC, 
Sure. And uh, so, so we could kind of double up as a uh, food truck at the same time. Well, yeah, it sounds like you uh, sounds like you got mission accomplished there, buddy. I mean, you did. Yeah, yeah, it works out. It works out really good. And as far as your advice of people not to get into the restaurant business, I, I would back yeah. your I would back your play on that. Um, I mean, it's tough. It's it's a tough industry, and and, and you know, it's so hard. I, the biggest thing is is employees. Just trying to keep people on and getting good employees, and uh, when they hit that six hundred dollar, uh, you know, check. For employees and stuff like that, nobody wanted to work. Right. And, uh, I mean, they could stay home. Why work? Especially in the uh, food industry. Right. Well, a buddy of mine in Seattle, Jack Timmons, who owns Jack's Barbecue up there, what he did, and Jack's a pretty sharp business guy, um, when COVID hit last year, we had him on the show a couple times, <clears throat> he went and leased some brick-and-mortar uh, restaurants that had commercial kitchens, so they were already licensed and all that stuff. They were smaller ones, but he made satellite uh, pickup points around the city of Seattle for his barbecue stuff. But of course, they all, they all had they all had warmers in these restaurants. They could, you know, they already had their you know their soda pop or beer or whatever they were selling to go. Blah blah. They already had that the capabilities of doing that. And so he would just, you know, keep the the uh, cookers going 24 hours a day and then distribute a couple times a day to um, these satellites he had. I think he ended up with three of them. I'm not sure, but I think he did. Anyway, um, he made, yeah, he made uh, uh, some good decisions there and uh, and was able to bring back a bunch of his employees and then some of the employees for the satellite stores that he kind of took over. And, and so they were happy and, and he was happy and Seattle was happy that they were getting some good barbecue. Right. It, you know, I mean, we never lost an employee, never let an employee go. Uh, it was, it, it, we were just in the office you know, trying to find employees. Right. And, you know, nobody wanted to work, and uh, they're scared of the COVID, and, you know, they were getting paid to stay home. So it was tough because we were, we were, like I said, sales were through the roof. And um, so we just needed people bad and just couldn't get them. Sure. Absolutely. What, um, <clears throat> Todd, so a couple of fun questions here. If, if I made you supreme ruler of the world of barbecue for a couple of days, what would you decree? Oh man, you can't ask me that. Well, I ask everybody that. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. That's a good one. I don't know. Okay. Do you man, man, man. Is there anything in the competitions you would change? Just as a suggestion that you would it, maybe. You no, know, I mean. I, I mean, you always think that you could or you would, but you know, with with everybody's opinion involved, I think they've done a really, really good job. I mean, everybody like questions and how the judge and how it's done and stuff like that. But I mean, show us a better way, and right. you know, and and I I think they do the best they can. 
and uh, you, know, you deal with it in a restaurant. You deal with it everywhere. But it's got a different palate. So, you know, the rule is try not to cook a fancy barbecue. Right. Right. Well, I, and I oh, think and if you can, it, 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 go ahead. You hear those heights all the time. I mean, uh, the, oh, the judge were terrible, this and that. And I mean, and look, I mean, I have felt it. I mean, my first two years, I mean, it's always sitting there saying, oh, it was the judges. Well, no. You go back and look at it, you know, a couple of days later, you know what? No, it's your food. You know, be a better cook. Um, I've told this story before on the show, but we were, some of us foodies in the media around Portland were invited to judge, um, oh, Bones and Brew, and it was for uh, a charity here, and it was down in Waterfront Park in Portland, which is right next to the river, and, and right across the NATO Parkway is what it's called now. There's a Marriott, well, there's lots of buildings and hotels and stuff, but we were staying in the Marriott and they had asked me to be one of the judges. And it was, it was very cool because we were raising some good money for, you know, women's shelter and cancer and different things. And and I remember they walked in and they had this first, maybe it was the second group of boxes. They came in and we opened this one box and you could smell the liquid smoke. Um, was so strong that not just me, but the five other judges went, what in the, you know, is that? And uh, it didn't even get scores. It just got like zeros, you know, just no. But um, I, I, I just remember that because somebody was trying, I don't know if they were late or they just didn't know what they were doing or somebody conned them into sending a, a entry across the street or what, but I just remember that. And I think probably you see all kinds of things when you're judging um, barbecue competitions. I certainly saw my oh, share sure. of weird stuff in horse shows over the years. So um, why wouldn't barbecue be any different? Right. Yeah, I mean, it's, uh, you know, I mean, everybody wants to blame the judges. I I tell you, I'll be honest with you, I, I mean, sure, I mean, you got six pallets there that you're trying to to please, and you're not going to please them all, so you're going to get a bad score here and there. You're just going to have to accept that, and uh, that's why they throw out the low score. But uh, just try not to offend people. Just try, try not to offend them with your barbecue, and... Keep it simple. Uh, best advice I ever got in my life is less and more. Yeah. Yeah. And a lot of these people think just the opposite. Load it up with this, load it up with that. Well, it just don't work sometimes. Yeah, it, it doesn't. I, I think you're right. Less is more. And if you've got a unique uh, flavor profile <clears throat> because of the technique and the fire management and stuff, the cooking management, you, you're you know, you're probably on to something there. So anyway, hey, um, Todd, I want to thank you for being with us today. I really do. It's It's been a lot of fun to have you with us here on, on After Hours. Call has been forwarded to an automated voice messaging system. Eight, four, three, six, nine, six, zero, three, 